Welcome into Who's Together Podcast, episode four of Who's Together Podcast. I am your co-host, Lauren Moses. And I'm Quinn Blanding, and we are on episode four, baby. Episode four. So excited to have you guys with us. We've been getting comments, something that we're going to address, you know, pretty early on here. Um, We've been getting recommendations. So it's been really exciting just to, you know, converse with all of you, who's fans, former uh, athletes, alums, everyone who is a part of the Wahoo family. How do you feel about it, Quinn? How do you feel about, you know, what what the feedback you've received? It's been great, honestly. I just love getting texts from people and just seeing the comments under, you know, the post or wherever. Just seeing people enjoy it, you know, especially family members saying, oh, you know, we watch the podcast or listen to it. It's just it's exciting to see it, just to see the reaction and just understand that, you know, this is what we needed. I feel like we don't give enough credit to all the sports that we're covering. So I think it's it's well-deserved and it's fun. I'm glad we Glad we took the initiative just to say, let's do it. And I was yeah. like, all right, let's go. So, hey, now <laughs> so we're here we're on here. episode four. <laughs> we're here on episode four. And so if you guys have never watched an episode before, make sure you guys go to our site page on Believe.com so you can catch up on the other episodes. If this is your first time, like I said, I am a former um, women's basketball player, graduated in class of 2018, Quinn. UVA football team, also class of 2018. Um, And we're just going to hop into it because there was a comment that was left over our last um, episode where we kind of talked about the football team not really generating a lot of fans during homecoming weekend that, you know, for me was pretty surprising because I had gone to all the homecoming games when I was a student there. And so it made me think about something. It seems like fans, football fans, are more loyal to the NFL teams and they are their college football teams. It's like, they can't let a new coach come in. They can't let a, you know, a starting four year starting uh, quarterback go out and not see any type of dip off. Quinn, what are your thoughts about, you know, the response from our fan um, who basically said, who's going to wait in line and who's going to walk a mile to Scott stadium or who's going to do all this when their team isn't playing great football. Yeah. And, you know, that's the biggest topic of concern, you know, with dealing with UVA has always been our fans. I I love our fans to death. I feel like we have the best fans around um, when it comes to college sports. But to hear stuff like that, like coming into this season, it's just like the prime example of of why we don't get better and why there's a gap between, you know, how to help fans and like try to do better for the atmosphere at UVA. So, you know, I've been working with teams and like people around UVA that, you know, support UVA very well and working on initiatives to get, you know, things better for, you know, the atmosphere around Scott Stadium. But it's people like that. And Chris, I'm just going to mention your name because it's not like we're just going to talk or beat around the bush on things. It's like yeah. we've seen your posts. We understand your concern. But our concern is as former uh, alumni and just former athletes in general is why do you have so much to say about this in, in a case where you probably been rooting for the same team that's probably never won a Super Bowl maybe <laughs> if they have it was probably in the 90s or the 80s and we're on a whole new generation of people and so that same respect and to go back to the question is you will rather ride for an NFL team because it's an NFL team. You already know it's a billion-dollar business where college sports is the same thing. 
But you rather say, oh, yeah, there's turnover here, blah, 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 X, Y, and Z. Cool. But your NFL team has had eight coaches probably. You've done had 20 NFL quarterbacks. You done had X, Y, and Z. But you would rather say, oh, we're going to ride for this NFL team because, you know, at some point we have hope because of X, Y, and Z. And so just reading your post, it's just like that's why it's it's hard for fans now because – you you basically said if we have another new coach come in, you're basically not even going to wait until the time period of till when we can get better. Yeah. So that way you're just not even going to consider it. And so whatever team you root for now, I hope you luck like as a as an alumni, like and if you don't want to support us, don't support us. Mm-hmm. Like it's either you're all in or you're all out. And like what you just said there, like you're all out to me. So if we start winning, don't come back on the bandwagon. That's what it is. It's like you don't want to support when a team is down. And I'm not saying you to this one person, but just in general for other fans who feel this way, because I'm sure he's not alone. You don't want to support when a team is down, but then as soon as they get enough wins to make it to a bowl game, you're going to be right back on the bandwagon. And that is not what diehard fans, that's not what Wahoo fans, that's not what the Washington football commanders fans, (laughs) they, every bad season, they are there just as loud for the opening game every yeah, single year. Um, think about other college teams that I'm thinking about is like Notre Dame football. Haven't been at their peak in a few years. You will yeah. never see a Notre Dame football fan just flat out not attend. Like someone who is a diehard. And I have cousins, like I have a cousin who played for the football team. Diehard will always go, no matter what their record is, will always go and support. But then you want perks and stuff just for you to get to the game. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he then he right. then he also went further and asked for perks yeah. and basically incentives <laughs> for him to come to the game. And for, so, for like fans to come to the game, what is the, the incentive? Yeah, is to support your team, <laughs> to see your team perform at a high level because at the end of the day. Like, I don't think most people truly understand what it takes to go through to be a student athlete at a prestigious university at the end of the day. Like, and I understand, yeah, you could have done anything else in life. Cool. You could have been in the military. I know it's hard. You could have did X, Y, Z. I know it's hard. You could be a doctor. I know it's hard. I understand those things. But you got to understand it's it's a different mindset where you have to perform at a high level each and every day because it's fans like you that just are so disgusted just by any small little thing. Mm -hmm. And so now we're trying to please you and trying to win a football game at the same time. So at the, at at the end of the day, it's like, you see that you're with with all the other adversity with all the other adversity that's going on. It's like, yes, we, we want to put on a show for these fans, but it's really hard to put on a show for fans. If things aren't going well in the locker room, things aren't going well in the meetings and practices and obviously not in these games. So let's not, let's not drag this conversation on for too long, but I do think it's an interesting thought. If you are a college football fan or college sports fan out there in general, just think about like, how much or how easy it is to sway the way you're feeling about your college team versus versus a professional team because I think it's yeah. very very different. So it is different, and so yeah, I'm just, it, it's either you with us or you're not. I'm just yeah. gonna say it like that. Is you with it? That's it. And <laughs> no I, nothing against me. It's not gonna hurt my feelings. It's just hey, I just know what it is. Definitely, definitely. So let's get into this football team that we are indeed yeah. talking about. UVA football two and four right now, seventh yeah. in the ACC Coastal Division. They're on a bye week, so they did not play yeah. this past Sunday, but they will be going 
next Sunday to, or this upcoming Sunday to play Georgia Tech football. On Saturday, but yeah. On Saturday, yeah. <laughs> my weeks are, my weeks, days. Are so Quinn, by week, talk to yes. us about the mindset shift that you might've had to tap into during that two and 10 season yeah. that you all had. What, what are the things that you attack during this week? Yeah, you attack everything. Uh, you attack, first and foremost, you, you really attack yourself. Um, you got to look yourself in the mirror and say, am I giving my all? Am I doing my responsibilities? Am I performing at the highest level that I know I can? It starts with self first. Then it goes, I mean, the coaches too. Like it's everyone has to look themselves in the mirror and say, am I doing what I need to do to allow us to have success on the field? Yep. Then two is just now you're going back to the basics. Whatever you've done in, in fall camp, whatever you've done in winter, you know, spring ball, all that, we're going back to the basis. This is the basis of what UVA is. We need to understand. We need to develop what this team is going to be. And that's when you kind of do it right here. And so that mind shift is just like, how are we going to how are we going to finish strong? Forget yeah. The, yeah. the this half of the season, the first half of the season, this back half of the season. How are we going to win out? How are we going to execute one game at a time? How are we going to dominate our opponents? And that's what you do during a bye week. And you go at it. Like, it's yeah. it's not just like, oh, yeah, you know, we're two and four. It's like, okay, I mean, it's time to go now. It's let's go. We If we can win out, we – that's – hey. Yeah. And I feel, like still, for, I feel like for basketball, we had, like, we know – we had winter break, so we didn't really have yeah. bye weeks. So we did have winter break, which is a long time, and that is where we really like tapped into our non-negotiables. Yeah. We've already talked about trying to figure out what this UVA football football's identity is, and yeah. we haven't, as fans, people watching, we haven't been able to figure it out. But for you, for someone who knows the players, knows a little bit about what Coach Tony Elliott, Tony Elliott wants to do what would you say their non-negotiables are right now? Like what do they need to come out of this bye week doing at a very high level? Fight. Like you got to show grit. You got to show that you want to be here. Like, are you going to fight when someone punches you in the mouth? Are you going to punch back? Or are you just going to take all the hits at the end of the day? That's what it comes down to. Gotcha. And it's, that's what it's going to show. And it, and it comes down to, are you going to perform with energy or are you just out here going through the motions? Like, if you're not going to do none of those, then it's like you haven't executed a bye week perfectly. Because yeah. the, the purpose of a bye week is you've been getting punched in your mouth for this first <laughs> half of the, of the season. Are you going to fight back at any point? And yeah. so now this is going to really see who wants to fight back and who wants to quit. And this is the time you see. And, you know, we have some games left. So I'm, I'm ready and excited to see who's going to fight back and who's going to punch somebody in the mouth. For me, I feel like it is about playing smarter. Sometimes, yeah. a lot of times you hear as your coaches always say, like, play smarter, not harder. And I feel like through frustration, they have just been trying to play as hard or as fast as possible, getting out of their rhythm, out of who they are as individual players. And the penalties, we talked about it, racking up on them as much as they have, has also been a part of their downfall. And if you're coming out of a bye week and you're supposed to say that this was my time to get locked in, you can't come out here doing the same ticky tack, stupid plays, extra plays, and costing your team um, a disadvantage in a game. So that that's going to be my non-negotiable for them coming out of this bye week, because that's just stupid. Yeah, it is. 
you know, it, it's gonna it's just gonna come down to who wants to fight in and the team leader stepping up, whether, you know, from coaches, from the players, whoever's on staff, it, it's going to come down to those leaders really leading, stepping up and really showing what UVA is about, regardless of this I'm first half. To see it. I'm excited to Me see it. Like, if, if they can literally take what you just said about, like, y'all done got punched in the mouth enough. Like, come out here and show, like, I'm not about to get beat up no more. Like, that if they can put that onto the field, that's going to be an exciting, exciting game against Georgia Tech, because Georgia Tech beat Duke 23-20, to a team that UVA lost to, and they are also second in the ACC Coastal Division. And so they have something to prove, although Virginia football should have a chip on their shoulder. I feel like Georgia Tech is going to come out and want to punch somebody in the mouth because they're trying oh, yeah. to keep up this record that they have had so far this season and get three wins in a row. Um, what can you remember about playing Georgia Tech teams in the past, about just their intensity? Um, and, I mean, I feel like they've gotten better, honestly, since – well, so it's different now for me. So when I was playing them, they had the wing T formation. And so we, they were running all the dives, the pitches and all that. Now they're kind of like a spread team. So I never played okay. against a spread team. I've played against the wing T and I love Georgia Tech week. Yeah. Oh, I love those games because I yeah. knew I was going to have at least six. You racking up them tackles. stats. <laughs> yeah, like I knew them tackles were going to be high. But, yeah. you know, just watching them previously and just understanding their game they're going to fight like yeah. they're going to fight regardless. And they've shown it. Um, they've shown it in multiple games that they're going to fight. I mean, have they been successful in winning them all? No, but they're going to fight and they're yeah. going to show why they're here and they're going to show why they want to be dominant. So, I mean, their head coach got them fired up over there right now. And so they're, they're, they're on a hot edge right now. So they, they, they don't want to stop. They don't want to yeah. stop their train right now. They're going to keep going. And so we better be ready for whatever to come and we better ready to get we better ready to duck and swing and whatever we gotta do. We better bite ankles, something. We better do, get ready. <laughs> figure, figure it out. That's what it comes yeah. down to sometimes. So UVA football, do not let us down. We are rooting for you. We are we watching. Um and hey, we, we're on this platform, you know, singing your good graces. So Singing it, <laughs> singing it, boy. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on, though, because we talk about the UVA family, which also includes yeah. former athletes. And we do have a lot of former athletes who are doing some great things right now. But I do want to shed light on a situation that I learned of pretty late, I would say, um, because I think it happened at the end of August. Former UVA basketball player Nigel Johnson um, was in a really bad car accident. He was on the side of the road. Um, I think his car had went or something or a tire had blew. And mm. he was hit by a car that was passing. And he ha is still recovering. But there is a GoFundMe page for him right now raising money. I know that men or yeah, men's basketball has put out the spread the link a few times. And so I'm going to put it in the bio of this episode as well, just because, you know, UVA family, you got to make sure we got to look out for hours. And that is very scary you know he has a family he has a I believe a fiance or wife a child young child so just want to keep our prayers and our thoughts with him and his family as they get through this because he is in a wheelchair so he's not as mobile uh he has yeah. a few bones that are still you know healing up so all those are, are very costly things to get fixed and we just want to make sure that they are in their best situation while going through this tough time 
Yeah, and it was good to see him, you know, posting pictures of him at the blue and white game. So it was it was good to see that, you know, at least he was able to attend. And I mean, of course, he's, you know, in a wheelchair, but to see him with his family, to be around his other family, you know, being with UVA, yeah. um, it was good to see. So, I, you know, my prayers are all out to him and, you know, everything hopes he is safe for him, you know, once he's fully recovered so that, you know, he can be able to do what he loves to do and that's play basketball and, you know, be able to be a, a supporting father for his, his child and his wife and, you know, his family. So, you know, you guys go to that um, GoFundMe page, you know, donate whatever you can. It's not saying you need, you got to spend a thousand dollars, just donate whatever you can. If you can't, we understand, but just, yep. you know, always keep those in your hearts and in those prayers. Definitely, definitely. And I mean, that is a positive note, seeing him there at that game. I saw a picture, I think this morning, uh, it was a beautiful sight for sure. And so let's also keep it on the positive wave because I, we were talking a little bit before we got on today about um, the San Diego mm -hmm. Open and another former athlete, women's mm -hmm. tennis. We, we praise the women's tennis players on this platform. We do. We do. <laughs> but another alum, Danielle Collins, she is um, an alum, like I said, won two titles, NCAA titles, 2014 and 2016. And she is in the semifinal today, but obviously when this episode comes out, hopefully she would have won the San Diego <laughs> Open, but she's playing in the semifinal on Sunday. And I know there's some weather complications and things like that. But Quinn, you said you saw her in the U.S. Open. But she's, I did. I, I watched a few, few, few little rounds of her. You know, she was on the other side of Serena. So I was hoping she was going to get okay. a chance to play against her. Yeah. Um, but she did play her in 2021, though. Um, okay. I don't remember how it went, but I did see in 2021 she did get a play against her. But it's just good seeing UVA on the map, regardless. And yeah, just everywhere. To, just to see us, just to see us thrive at the highest level, like we always do. So you know. Yeah, and in order for her to get, and in order for her to get to the semifinal, she had to beat a top 10 player, another top yeah. 10 win. So that that's beautiful yeah. as well. And I think last time we checked in on the score, which was happening as we were setting up, um, she was up two in the third. I think she was up two sets. I think. Okay. Yep. I think she was. And then yeah. it got suspended due to weather. Yeah. So so, so keep an eye on her and, and you know her her career in general because she's doing big things. Yes. More big news from I can't I love I love us. I love us so much. Exactly. More big news. We got Ty Jerome going to the reigning champs. Yeah, I know. I see Golden that. State Warriors. He got picked up on a two-way contract or he got signed to Golden State and then they converted mm -hmm. it to a two-way contract. So congratulations mm -hmm. to him. You know, we, we've been watching him, uh, Kyle Guy, uh, DeAndre, uh, Michael, Malcolm Brogdon. You know, we, we also keep in Justin Anderson here and there too because, you know, he, he stays with a team now. Stays with a team. He he's, and he's balling. Listen, they, <laughs> no they matter where he go, <laughs> they respect him. It's the craziest thing. As but they, they should. As they and, should. I'd love to see that. Yeah, so it's, um, it's great. I love seeing it too. On the other side, women's basketball, another alum, Jocelyn Willoughby. She stays yeah. in, the, in the WNBA news as well for her achievements off the court. I know she's battled with a few injuries for the past couple of years. And so she hasn't been able to find the best rhythm of playing. But off the court, she received the August 2022 WNBA Cares Community Assist Award. Um, like I said, I know that she does like a, a book club with some fans. Mm -hmm. um, I know that she loves keeping her hand in the community in New York because she was raised very close by in North Jersey. So kudos to you, Jocelyn. You know, I'm always rooting for you. We definitely are going to have her on this at some point as oh, well, sure. because 
She always is good for dropping gems too. And something, she's actually gonna be playing. Oh, always. If she ain't got something a book in her hand, she is dropping a fact. Okay. Um, and then last but not least, we brought him up earlier. Malcolm Brogdon. He has received the Muhammad Ali Award for respect. Um, just through his initiatives in Tanzania and other countries, I'm sure, working to facilitate access to clean water and quality education around the world. I mean, when he was here, they called him Mr. President. Mr. President. So, <laughs> I mean, that, that holds a lot of weight, but for you to be acknowledged by the Muhammad Ali Center is... Yeah. Like, it, Don't it worry, I'm, I'm working on getting him up here. I'm working on getting him up here. He's Please. like an hour. He's like he's like 40 minutes away from me. He's you oh know, yeah, he's with, with the, he's with he's with Boston now. So with we definitely so, you know I'm that um, would be beautiful to have y'all. Malcolm, listen, together. I don't need tickets. I don't care. I can buy my own <laughs> tickets to the game. I just would like to just come and just see you. You know, just yeah. warm up, shoot around. I can get my own ticket now. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. Like, you know, definitely get you on the show, too. You know, it, it'll raise us a little bit, you know. <laughs> but no, yeah, it's, I'm just happy for all the alumni that are doing yes. well. And then all those guys, of course, you know, this episode is we're on Sunday. So, you know, all our football guys are playing right now as well today. Yep. And, you know, whoever's playing today or has a bye, you know, we just hope you guys have a safe game today. You know, make sure. Oh. You going out there represent like you always do, and then just oh. represent for yourself like you guys have been doing for years and years and years, um, playing in the NFL. So you know we we look out for those guys as well. But you know these these alumni, we just we're everywhere. Yeah, we're everywhere. I see UVA right. stuff everywhere. Round of applause for UVA <laughs> yep. alum. Mm -hmm. Yep, we love you guys. Even you, even you, Chris, if you were alum, who knows? But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. at this rate, if you were alum, Chris, hey. More, more power to you too, buddy. More power to you too, buddy. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode four of Who's Together podcast. I am Lauren. I am Quinn. And we will see you guys next time. Peace. Ooh. Why you upset like Cinderella teens? Used to see the things I fit inside these denim jeans. I can't associate with y'all this shit like ketamine. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.